It's Friday, everyone. You know what happens on a Friday podcast. Here it is. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. It's time to recap the week. Getting to know. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. You know what they say, there's more motion in the ocean, and this week we were talking about the good old waterbed. Oh, we've got the best little $299 waterbed in town. The idea of a waterbed is good. Yeah. I don't know if it is as good in as... theory? Yeah, nah. as what you're thinking for stuff. Yeah, it's like communism. Well, <laughs> nah, it's, more, it's more like... Yeah, it's too. And once you get the momentum going, going it just goes, you, and you can't have to. We went on a hot water bed together, by the way. <laughs> no judgment, guys. We were wondering if anyone listening to the show still has one. Well, we actually got rid of it about four years ago, but growing up, I always wanted a waterbed. Mm. And then getting one, <laughs> I was sewing up holes in pants one day, and I just put the pin into the bed, not thinking about the uh, thing. And then that night, you know, you wake up going, oh my God, did you wet the bed? Do not! Go in there. Woo! And as I learned they are a thing of the past, I also learned that Carrie Bickmore knows all about the motion of the ocean. Do you own a waterbed at the moment, Carrie Bickmore? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you been on <laughs> I'm sorry for this sounding creepy. Growing up, okay. my parents had a waterbed. Right. We moved into this house where it had furniture. <laughs> the waterbed sat underneath a mirror on the roof. Uh, oh, of course it wow. did. Of course it did. And then that is how you were born, Carrie. Oh, wait, your and mum that's how the birds of the bees were. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Now, our very own Abby Coleman has become a little religious of late. I can't find my necklace, my crucifix necklace. Your gold cross. My gold cross. Now, I've been wearing it because my mum gave it to me because I miss her because she's down in South Australia. Oh, no, hang on. Uh, it's all because she wants her son to go to a new Catholic school. But it's also because we've got the interviews to uh, get my son into a Catholic school. <laughs> See, that's the, the truth. Well, I no, but she has, no, I've seen I have it. I've been wearing it. Yeah. But yeah. would that be too obvious now if I wear it? She goes to me, if I don't find the crucifix mm. necklace, she's like, will rosary beads be a step too far? I did not say that. You said that. Does anyone have a habit I can borrow? <laughs> I might need a habit. We all know those school interviews, well, they can be quite nerve-wracking, especially when your children are involved. I learnt that kids, well, they're always a little too honest. I took my son to an interview for a private Catholic school for high school and they asked what his favourite subjects were and we went through the list and then they asked what his least favourite subject were and he said, I really don't like religion. <gasps> and I was like, oh. <laughs> they would have appreciated the honesty though, I assume. Just because the pain of what they went through. <laughs> we were waiting in reception for my daughter's interview for pre-prep and out came the principal and the receptionist was there and my daughter looked up on the wall and said, Mum, I wonder what they want that trophy for. And it was Jesus on a cross. Please, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> story. <laughs> you can imagine how I had to explain that. <laughs> they want it for eternal salvation. You got friend in me. You are a toy. You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. This week, I learnt that we might be sitting on some very expensive merchandise. They've gone through and they've worked out how much toys are worth because now they're collectors' items and they're stuff that you would have played with when you were a kid and you should have kept. All right, here's one that I know you've thrown out because I my kids were into it and you're like, oh, we had all those. Pokemon cards. Mm. Oh, don't even get me started. I have heart attacks about this on the day. <laughs> stack of these cards Abby was talking about, but stupidly gave them away. You know who I gave all my Pokemon cards to? Bill Gates. Nah, just as rich, <laughs> Dave Hughes. He's Has the it? richest man I know. Well, you're the one that did it. Do you want to hear about this one? Nah. So the Pikachu, because I know you do, Pikachu, yeah. illustrator, mm -hmm. $320,000. The money didn't make me happy. So we called up Husey to see if we could get him back. Hello. Do you remember when I was working with you in the afternoon, I gave you all those Pokemon cards for Raph? Yes, yeah, vaguely, yeah, yeah. Xander's just started getting into Pokemon again, so I was just wondering if you had any of them. Mate, I'll check. He'd definitely be finished with them. I may have thrown them out. That would hurt. That would there's, hurt. there's news out today that some of them were worth $320,000, Husey. That's, that's, that would be unfortunate, right? <laughs> 
I think you have thrown them out, haven't you, Husey? <laughs> After Husey gave us a bit of a bum steer, we chased up his son, Raph. He'd be honest and return the cards, right? I learnt no. Have you got my Pokemon cards, Raph? Uh, no, I didn't actually end up finding them. I'm going to say that through them out. <laughs> well played, Raph. Well played. Oh, now, has your dad asked you to lie and have you gone to cash converters or something with them? No. Okay. I, I was looking very hard and mm-hmm. I really wish I did find them, but I'm going to say that through them out. Let me ask you this, Raph. If you did find them, mm-hmm. would you give them back to Maddie? No. <laughs> well, I wait, would sir. probably lie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> if you do come across the cards, Raph. Yes. I will. Go your halves. Yes. That's. Oh okay, yeah. All right. Oh, that's a deal. We found them. That is. <laughs> I'm still a bit sus on them. That's what I've learned this week. Catch up on everything again with our podcast. Just download the Hit 105 app. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. <laughs> Can you make a hotline ring? Can ask us anything. First calls, call up on 131016. You can talk about anything you want. A big day for Jack in Red Bank Plains. What's going on? Hello, good morning to you, three. Thank um, you. I, as of tomorrow, I am a qualified carpenter. Woo! Oh, what a payday, hey? How much does it go yeah. up? Uh, I think it's an extra. I'm hoping extra like 15 or something, but that's probably pushing it. No, <laughs> but you should, because it's hard to do an apprentice and people aren't wanting to do it these days because yeah. it takes so long. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. It's been a while, so it took, took its time, but yeah, finally got there. How many uh, splinters have you had to deal with? Because Maddie had a splinter over there and it was, <laughs> oh, oh it was God, a it was a big day, big day for the big man <laughs> oh. over there. But how much? Uh, how many splinters do you deal with? It would have to be like 10 a day, easy. Wow. I was telling them yesterday, Jack, that uh, I got one splinter, because obviously these hands are very soft, but um, but I, I was letting it fester for a couple of days and letting it really puss up, because I love squeeze and stuff. And oh, then oh, yeah. it popped and came out on its own overnight, so I was disappointed. But Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so you, see, <laughs> so you get, if you've got 10 a day, you must just like... Pass up everywhere. Yeah, you, you, don't yeah. Need an, you don't need an iPhone to play video games. You just sit there and squeeze <laughs> nah. them out, do you? Yeah, all over me hands just... Yeah. I don't think they like them as much. No, when you're getting them that really. often, it's not the joy. Like, mm. my hubby hates splinters. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, the other day, uh, yesterday I got one between me and fingernail. That oh, was, oh, yeah. Have yeah. you uh, have you put a nail through your, through your finger at all? I actually haven't. Huh? Oh, well yeah. done. Well, you're not fully qualified yet till you've done that, mate. <laughs> There's your afternoon sorted. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you, buddy. Congratulations. The apprentices work their asses off for very little money, so they do a great job. Courtney in Capital Apple Bar, what do you want to talk about first calls? So, firstly, I want to say that I love my mum very much, and I'm really grateful for everything she's done. But? But. But my husband and I moved back from interstate at the um, end of last year, and we moved in with her so that we could save for a house deposit, you know, which we're really grateful for. Mm. But lots of big personalities in that house, and it's getting really hard and really tiresome. So, yeah, we've tried having um, weekends away, mm. but out of pure coincidence, mum's also had that exact same weekend away. Oh, no. So it really defeated the purpose of us going out. <laughs> Courtney, my husband and I did the same. Like, before we were married, we moved back to save. And it, we were like, he found it easier than I did. And I moved back with my mum and dad, and he found it fine. But um, I think the thing is, you, you're supposed to set how long it's going to be. Mm. So you've got to say, by the end of the year, we're going to be out, or by, you know, end of next year. Yeah, no, we, um, we were planning on being out by now, but my husband got impacted by COVID at the start yeah. of the year, so it kind of put a bit of a, a bit of a slower on it. But mm. we put a couple of offers on houses now, but they've all been outbid. So hopefully tomorrow brings something good. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you. I would say that you're a very brave woman. Nothing would get me back home. With, with my mother. No? No. Nah. I mean, I know one Shout day out. she'll be living with me. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's different. You've got the power. It's your house. Yeah. yeah. I found it annoying that everyone was on my husband's side. That was my thing. Mm. Like, my dad and him would be having a oh. beer, and they'd both go, oh, calm down, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> You're ever reacting. <laughs> I love it. I find that women, they really, um, they react well to calm down. Yeah, they understand their wrongdoings. It works every time. Yeah. If you haven't tried it before, guys, give it a go. Yeah, yeah. go up to anyone today and just say, Ooh, Ooh, calm, calm down. down. No, it's only women that it works. Oh, no, no, best. only women, yeah. 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 My husband yeah. used to change it because yeah. I got so annoyed. He used to go, oh, fire up. Oh, no. Just oh, relax. Psychology. So uptight. Dean. That's another good one that they like. Too. Hey, Red Bank Plains. Hey, <laughs> yeah, good, Dean. What's going on? I want to talk about 
McDonald's, yep. and um, there's this burger that I've had um, in Europe the last two Christmases um, when I've been over there. It's called the El Maco, and it's just unreal, and I'm just wondering why it's not like permanently on Australian menus. They have had it here, though, the El Maco burger, haven't they? It's like a, it's like a salsa yeah. Mexicano one. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah, want it on they're the... very different, aren't they? Menus all over the world. Yeah, they I remember are. looking at the French McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> if they can do that, Dean, well, let's do the El Marco. And I also want the McRib on there permanently. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad either. Mm. So I'm actually I'm looking at a picture of it um, here. You could probably ask to do a special order if you went through the drive-through can and I get ask them to about build the it. Special orders. Do you get annoyed though? Because yes. I get nervous about putting it because I feel like I'm going to be in the waiting bay and they're going to be annoyed. And you used to work at Macca's. Yeah. Oh, I can only go from my time at McDonald's, which it was annoying because it was in the days of when they just made the bur- we made the burgers mm. and they were sitting in the like the slots, so you just grab uh. them out and bang, bang, bang. So. Uh, if you ask for, and people used to do it, they say, can I get a cheeseburger with no pickles? Because mm-hmm. you'd have to make it to order so they knew they were getting a straight-up fresh burger. Mm-hmm. But now they're all fresh. Now they're all fresh, so it, it doesn't matter as oh. much if you want to mess with it. Right. But, but back then, it'd be like, can I get three Happy Meals, no pickles? And you'd be like, you uh. can pull the pickle off, you freak. Yeah. And they're like, no, I just like it freshly <laughs> off the grill. All right, Karen. Yeah, yes, they were very much Karen. Mm. Tell you what, mate, we, we know the people at Macca's. They're good, uh, good sponsors of our show. We will ring them and we'll see if we can get you an El Marco sorted. Oh, that would be amazing. We'll, we'll call it the Stav, Abby and Marco. Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. School versus school. Who's the best school English? Stav, Abby and Matt. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks schools. We're getting our top two schools. Uh, they'll come in for a finals round. Whoever is uh, crowned the best gets themselves the shields of Stav, Abby and Matt's um, Alpha Bucks schools to keep for 12 months. Plus, every student in that school gets a Zupa Duper at our Super Zupa Duper party. Yeah. Register on the Hit 105 app right now. Brisbane's biggest giveaway. Oh, it's we've never, never given away. And, and you know what? To kids at school, it's probably better than the cash. It's more tangible That's for them. That's true. That's true. And playing this morning is Mr. Mazzullo. Morning, Mr. Marzullo. Good morning, guys. How are you? We are great. You are an English teacher at Logan Lee State High. Is that correct? And HPE, yep. And HPE is doubling up. Mm. All right. PE in English. All right. So you know how this works. You're going to get a letter of the alphabet. That's English. Uh, every answer has to start with that letter. Say pass if you don't know. And uh, we can only accept each answer the once, okay? Okay, no worries. All right. Good luck, Mr. Mazzullo. Thank you. All right. Your letter is A for Apple. A, okay. A, 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 A. Here we go. Name a radio term. Uh, air. And name a chocolate bar. Uh, air bar. Name a car brand. Uh, bus. And name a uh, colour. Bus. Name an occupation. Uh, airport manager. Name a body part. Um. Name a famous actress. Uh, Ariana Grande. Name an emotion. Angry. And name something in space. Uh, air. Astronauts? Name a capital city. You got eight out of ten. You did very well. Oh, well done. Uh, Name a car brand. You could have had an Audi or an an Aston Martin if you're a Bond (laughs) fan. And name a capital city. You could have had the Laid. Adelaide. Oh, as soon as I said pass, Audi just came straight to my head. Uh, (laughs) What did you say for a colour? Was that pass? Or you said colour? Oh, I think I passed that one as well. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should have gone apple green or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, so it was seven. seven. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's not as I mean, you did better than what Stav did. Stav got a, probably a C at that counting. C plus. C minus. <laughs> 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 hey, mate. Uh, good on you. It doesn't quite get you up there on the leaderboard, but it does slide you into fourth place. Whoa. Okay. Oh, just off the podium. Yeah, mm. just off. You've uh, taken out a Burpengary Meadows State School. So they're art teacher out. You in. Good stuff, mate. We're going to play again this morning uh, at 8 o'clock. Uh, on the air with us this morning at 8 is going to be Miss Courtney mm. from... Um, Springwood Central State School. So stick around for that one. And we're doing it uh, for Suzuki. Rediscover the value of freedom with Suzuki. Sail on now. See Suzuki Queensland for all the details. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Come fly with me. 
FIFO workers, the fly-in, fly-out workers. There's a lot of people that do it um, all over Australia. My brother-in-law is one, and a lot of our friends are as well. They've always worked in the mines. Work in the mines. And I, there's a lot of them that will never give it up. On the rigs. They can't I'm out on it. the rigs. They, well, a lot of them are in, um, they do they do the oil rigs out. They, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone knows when I say the rigs, and I'm talking about. You okay yeah. there, buddy? A lot of them clean it as well. They get yeah. paid a lot for doing it. Uh, but there is a, a, a worker from the 80s. He used to work in the 80s um, in the WA mines. And he is saying that today they're a bit soft. Because they have been uh, publicising the divorce rates and the depression of a lot of guys that are doing the fly-in, fly-out and how hard the, uh, the, the partners have it back mm-hmm. at home. Mm. But he's like, yeah, I'm reading all this, but do they not realise that they've got it better than what we did in the 80s? He's compared it and he said they're a little bit soft. He said that he um, would only get paid one flight back and it wouldn't be as often as what it would be now. And he said that when he was chatting to people back home, there was a coin, there was three coin operated public phones available mm. and they could only use them Saturday night. Um, and you had to often do reverse charges. There was no mobile phones or internet. So he says now you can Skype. Mm. And he says a lot of the, the fly in, fly out workers, he said they can, to quote, today's generation, they can text over what cereal to get it out of. The thing is, if you've <laughs> never not had that, then that's the norm. You know, I hear, yeah. I understand what he's saying, but they mm. they've always had this ability to be in contact, so yeah. it's still you know. I think um, what makes it hard, and and I'm not, I, I've never had to work apart from my partner, mm. so I I don't understand as much. My dad worked at FIFO a lot growing yeah. up, and I could see how that was hard on on my mum. But a lot of people have the the sentiment as well that you go well if you're a, a Sparky. You're earning a hundred or a hundred and fifty grand more to be away. Mm. You can stay here and be a Sparky, but that's you make the sacrifice for the extra money. Yeah, my brother-in-law is making uh, even three times as much as what he could. Yeah, uh, apparently he's in danger money. Um, yeah, yeah. But his conditions are six weeks on, six weeks off, three weeks on, three weeks off. Mm. So he's working for half the year and getting paid quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my sister-in-law says the hardest part. Is him coming home. When they come back, yeah. Because she gets into her set regime and he's like, well, I'm off. So he goes out with mates and Mm. she expects him to look after the, you know, the children because she, he would miss them. So that's where they have a bit of difficulty, but they've never known any different. Mm. And they're like, the money, the money for them is, is worth it. Worth it. Does he struggle with if he's away for six weeks and then with the children, he wants to come in and have some sort of say over them on on what they're doing or, uh, you know, when you try and discipline, but you've been away for six weeks and they're like, whatever. He can't handle. He can't handle the noise. So he doesn't understand the boys. Like, yeah. why are they so yeah. busy? <laughs> What's going you know? on? And I'd yeah. love to know in 13, 10, 60, maybe you do it. What are the pros and cons? Like, mm. you're hearing this and like you're like, nah, it is so hard. You know, it's destroyed our marriage. Or are you the other side when you go, you can actually make it work and the money is worth it? Mm. It's probably not exactly the same thing. But when um, the cruise ships were going and the cat could travel, so on a busy month, she could be away 12 days of the, of the month. Mm. Uh, on a regular basis. It is yeah. the same thing, although she was posting photos of cocktails. She's on a cruise ship. For her, it's not the same thing. She's yeah. not down a mine. I was going to say that. She's having a margarita. <laughs> that's where it's hard. <laughs> and <laughs> as I said, the people back home suffer. <laughs> no, no. The, the, people, get... the people out working, they suffer. They're <laughs> away from their family. <laughs> so I used to get so annoyed when I used to hear him on the phone with, what, what, what do you mean you don't know a day of the week? It is a Tuesday. <laughs> I'm just on a beach eating crab. They just caught for me fresh. What day is it? It's Tuesday. Because I am at work. Cat, cat, hangs, up, cat hangs up her phone. Dad turns to Dave Hughes. God, he's cranky again. <laughs> Bloody up, we get lost, Daddy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you agree with this guy. Maybe you're like, yep, they're soft these days. Their high level of expectation, I guess, with what they want as a lifestyle versus yeah. what the job is. Or maybe you're like, no, it's tougher than what you think. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Come fly with me. The Australian Manufacturing uh, Workers Union has come out and said, look, we need to start changing the roster of fly-in, fly-out workers because um, to, to make it what it is before COVID because a lot of them haven't seen their family and they're finding it really hard. Um, but there is a, a guy that used to work in the 80s in uh, the mines, Mr. Mister Whitworth, and he's written to them saying, harden up, guys, mm. you're a bit soft. We used to have harder conditions. We wouldn't be able to phone back home on Skype. We'd only have calls on a Saturday, and you had to have coin operations. Sometimes it wouldn't work. 
He said we didn't have the mobiles. We had to write a letter wow. to our family. You and sure? he said, you do it for the money, and yeah, shut up. Yeah. He's not just saying that, because if you like, he said to his wife, I can only call you Saturday, love. <laughs> and the company's like, we've got satellite phones, guys. No, I haven't don't. looked in to find out if he's still happily married. <laughs> I'm not sure. But we just want to know, 13, 10, 60, what are the pros and cons? Do you agree with this guy, or is he just no idea? Rob in Wellington Point, what's the pros and cons of FIFO? Morning, guys. Hey, mate. Oh, look. There's, um, there's, heap, there's plenty of pros and cons, and it all comes down to individuals' lifestyles. Um, I did an unconventional kind of FIFO where I just travelled a lot for work. I was in um, comms, so I travelled, always worked for contracting companies, working to mining companies, for instance, and there was no set roster, really. I could be away for two weeks or three weeks, home for a couple of days, and go away again for three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that made it very difficult on myself and my wife. From the moment I got my first time job, uh, my first full time job after studying, that was, it was straight into this industry and first month uh, on the lead up to Christmas, I was away for, you know, two and a half weeks. Yeah. So, but you did it for the money, right? The, the money was worth uh, it, yeah? Misconception there. Um, not everybody that travels and works in and out of mines is on. 150 grand or 180 grand plus. Right. Yeah, okay. So it's only some of them, I guess. Mm. Trent and Greenbank. Pros and cons of FIFO. Okay. I, I agree with uh, the guy from the 80s saying they need to harden up. Okay. I, I did the fly-in, fly-out in the late 90s. I did most of my apprenticeship in the mines and then a few years after. And our standard rosters were 28 days on, seven days off. Mm-hmm. And out of those seven days, two days was our travel time. So we oh, were lucky wow. to have five days at home. Yeah. I was single at the time, so it wasn't a big issue with family. But there was no mobile phones, nothing like that. So it, it was hard, but mm. you do it for the money. I bought my first house at 22. Right. Uh, so, But, yeah, I do think they need to harden up a bit, especially for the money that they're getting paid. So, <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, Amy, we're gonna let's see from the other side. Um, Amy, your husband's a, a fly-in, fly-out worker. What's it like staying at home when he's away? Um, well, for me personally, it's okay. Like we're both quite individual people and don't particularly mind spending time alone. I suppose so. You know, it was kind of a conversation that before he had that, before he got that job and worked away, that. You know, were we both comfortable with what was going to happen and how much time we were going to spend apart? Mm. Is the yeah. money worth it for you guys? Um, it is for us because, yeah. especially for my husband, um, like his previous job was quite a low-paying job, so we were very much living week to week. Um, whereas now, you know, like we're actually starting a little bit get ahead of ourselves and yeah. pay, Amy, pay off debt and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, what do you say about people that are like, it, it increases the divorce rate? Like, what do you think that you guys are doing to make it work? Is it because you're both independent? I think so. Like, I, I do think it really depends on the relationship, you know, like, well, not on, only on the relationship, but also on the individuals in, in that relationship. Mm. There are definitely people out there who need to be with their partner all the time to feel secure in their relationship or, you know, they just miss them too much mm. or whatever it is. So I think it, yeah, it really comes down to the individual couple. Do you mind me asking, Amy, what how, what is the price difference essentially for your husband to be here or, or working away? Is it sort of like, I just in my head, I assume like $100,000 or something That's like true. that. Um, well, he basically went from uh, a sub $50,000 a year job mm. to he's on not quite three times that. Okay. So, wow. So, it is. <laughs> yeah. You so can the understand. The sacrifice yeah. is there. And, mm. and you, that's for you. You're getting your family ahead. And so, you're making a sacrifice for the future. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we know that this is going to, you know, really get us ahead for our future. I mean, we, we chose when we first started seeing each other. Yeah. Okay. Children of our own. Oh, so oh. we don't have kids. But yeah. Yeah, oh, right. okay. Yeah, right. Like, right. She dropped out there a little. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whatever there. Uh, okay, well, there you go. So it, it, that was quite positive, really, mm. most of those calls. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Yo, Brisbane. Listen up. Yo, here's a story from Matt, Stab and Abby. They're going to chat with Massey. You better listen carefully. She's made lots of rad tapes. Not just body in your face. She's made lots of live streams during quarantine. And as for me, 
I'm the audio guy. Uh, here's Mel C. Super spicy, sporty object. It's Melanie C. Hey, her new single, Blame It On Me, it is out. Melanie C is on the air. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's evening for us here in London, but great to speak to you guys over there. How are you doing? We're good. I'm excited that I know. I'm excited to talk to you, and I'm excited that I know exactly where you are. And I know that sounds stalkerish, <laughs> but I've been um, stalking you. Yeah, I've been stalking <laughs> you. I have. No, you've been posting like um, the hashtag Who I Am um, around the house when it was stay at home and isolation, and because you did it in sort of each room and you did the most main mundane and normal activities it feels like i just know everywhere you live now i know you know what it's so strange but there was something about lockdown that compelled me to kind of just be a little bit more open i think you know when you're in the public eye you you kind of feel a bit nervous like where the public life begins you know or ends Mm. in the private life begins but i just felt like as you know the whole world seems to be going through a very similar experience i just feel like even though we were isolated from each other it's almost brought us closer together in mm. a weird way i just like that you're working out and then shortly after there was a vodka bottle and i was like yes! yep sister yeah sister because mm. homeschooling <laughs> happened <laughs> life is all about balance uh, yeah <laughs> have you seen the uh, the meme that's been uh, going around on the internet and it's to do with us here in Australia and in, in Victoria here in Australia, the state's gone down into lockdown and someone has said that it's like the, the Spice Girls, Victoria's the only one who's not on board. Have you seen that being shared around? <laughs> I haven't, but that's funny. I think um, all the Spice Girls would appreciate that. <laughs> well, not all of them. <laughs> I, see, I, I think Victoria would find that funny, wouldn't she? Yeah, she's got a good sense of humour. Yeah, definitely. She'd have a giggle. Yeah, yeah. I was telling the boys, and this must feel like a lifetime ago for you, but I was telling the boys about how you guys got your name, and I don't know if it's true, but you didn't actually come up with Sporty Spice or um, Posh Spice. Was it a journalist who was just too lazy to remember your names that sort of nicknamed you? Um, It was Top of the Pops magazine. Ah, and yeah, they used to give everybody silly names at the at the time. Um, there was a, a funny one. One of your natives, my gorgeous friend Natalie Ambrulia, was known as Natalie Umbrella Stand. <laughs> and, um, Britney right. Spears was Broccoli Spears. <laughs> right. And yeah, they just stuck us on a spice rack one week and gave us our names, and they just stuck. And, wow. Yeah, we've had them forever, and, and we love them, and we kind of embrace them. And I don't think anybody dislikes their name. Luckily, we're all really into them. Well, they all really matched, didn't they? That was the thing. Normally you get a nickname that you don't like, but they all seem to sum you guys up pretty well. Yeah. I mean, have you met Scary Spice? Yes, a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he lives up to her name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just always loved yours because you got to wear sneakers on stage. I was like, yes. Oh, man, I tell you what, I went through a phase of wearing shoes, and what was I thinking? <laughs> Thank God for sports looks, coming into fashion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said as well that um, you've, you, you, when you picked up the phone for this interview, you were going to pick up your daughter, or you've been in, into the city to pick her up? Yeah, so the kids have just, well, the kids that got back to school are literally finishing right now for our summer break. Mm -hmm. So she's been out and about, yeah, seeing her buddy. She finished primary school. So, um, yeah, there's a few teary farewells to be made as they all move on to different schools in September. What what kind of mum are you when it's like, you know, when you've got to find that age where they want their own independence so they can go out with their friends? You know, on on their own without your permission, like with with your permission, but without your supervision. Hey, I'm all for it. Get them out of my way. (laughs) Um, No, I think, you know what, I think it's a balance, isn't it? I think you can kind of feel when your child is ready, you know, and the amount of independence that they can have. Um, So, yeah, she's 11. So we're just getting to that point now. And, um, yeah, it's exciting. It's lovely to see her grow into that, but also it's a bit sad to lose my baby. Yeah. yeah. You, you, the thing yeah. is these days is you can have Find My Friends on iPhones and all that sort of stuff. Back when we were kids, we could say we were going one place and our parents just had to believe us. I know. They've got no chance. And also because they're so obsessed with TikTok, you yeah. literally know their every move. <laughs> yeah. Maddie followed, Maddie's got an 18-year-old son and he follows him around with a drone. He's taking it next level. <laughs> no. I, I don't have yeah, to. I might get my daughter chipped. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. We, we busted him having a house party when we left him home alone for the weekend for the first time because all I had to do was FaceTime him, Melanie, and, and he answered the phone and all the kids were in the house. 
Hey, do you know what I find with kids these days? They're not as sneaky as we were. They could do with like learning to just be a little bit more discreet, couldn't they? Yeah. You need to you need to hide the evidence when you've been up to mischief. <laughs> did, did anyone ever think in their career they would be sitting here hearing Melanie C say, "Kids these days"? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always say that though. They're like, well, they're just not as smart as what we were. Yeah. Not, not as not cunning. As cunning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe they're just more truthful. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. You wanna be my lover? Yo, Brisbane, listen up. Yo, here's a story from Matt, Stav and Abby. They're going to chat with Massey. You better listen carefully. She's made lots of rad tapes. Not just body in your face. She's made lots of live streams during quarantine. And as for me, I'm the audio guy. Uh, here's Mel C. Super spicy, sporty rock chick. Sporty Spice, Melanie C, still on the air with us this morning. Thanks for sticking around. I, I know this yeah. is um, hard to talk about at the moment because no one really knows what's happening, but we're all so excited about the possibility of a reunion coming to uh, Australia and you girls traveling traveling down here. Was there any plans or is there still? There, there's never been any like concrete plans, but we often talk about it because we know we owe you guys, you know? We... Mm have never got there with a full live show and we'd absolutely love to. Of course, like everyone at the moment, you know, the touring world is upside down as so many industries are. Um, but I will always be fighting to try and bring all of the girls over to Oz. But if I can't get them over, I will be over. Because, oh. you know, I've got new stuff out, a new album coming later in the year. So um, you might see me before the others, but I'll, I'll still try and drag them with me. And you've been posting some of your new stuff uh, on Instagram under the hashtag bathroom sessions. A lot of uh, musos do bathroom sessions. Is that because the acoustics in the toilet is just the, it's the best room in the house to do it? Do you know what? The acoustics in bathrooms generally is pretty good. Yeah. But that particular session was for Water Aid, you know, which is a great charity. Of course, you know, everybody is affected by coronavirus, but, you know, some of the parts in the world where they, they don't have access to clean water, it's, um, you know, really difficult. So that was that was the the reason behind that particular hashtag. Mm. But it was, I mean, technically, it was a pain because there's no electricity in bathrooms in the UK. So mm. it was quite hard to get all of the equipment to what work. Do you, how do you blow dry um, adapters and plugs? How do you blow dry your hair? You don't do it. We we don't have. Um, you you get shaver sockets in the bathrooms mm. here, but we don't have like normal power sockets in the UK. I think it's something to do with the voltage. Oh. So you you wouldn't dry your hair in the bathroom here. You, you dry it in your bedroom. Oh. You guys also, some people have carpet in their bathrooms, don't they? Now that's just wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> you step on a little bit of a wet patch yeah. on the carpet in a bathroom, I mean, it's questionable, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what yeah. I thought. So, yeah. hang on, someone's, have I made that up or have I gotten my no, there info, are info some. wrong there? I, I, I don't think they tend to these days, but I think maybe like in the 70s or yeah. 80s, maybe. I think yeah. I remember a, a bit of a shag pile underfoot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, um, you guys um, is in the Spice Girls and you now on your own as Melanie C doing all your own solo music, which you've been doing for a long time. I, I was reading here that Simon Cow uh, tried to sign you guys, but uh, Victoria wasn't that keen, didn't get along with him. Over your career, you would have had a lot of people approach you and a, and a lot of people trying to, I guess, leech on. Hey, do you know, the, the, the Simon Cowell style is actually better than the one you've heard because when we were first around in the like mid-90s, yeah. we went to lots of different labels. Um, one of them being, where was Simon? Was he at RCA? Um, but like literally everywhere we went, Virgin Records, who we eventually signed with, and London Records, they were kind of outbidding each other. And everybody wanted us. And it was there was a real buzz in the industry. But the only person who turned us down was Simon Cowell. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, really? That was before he got his uh, X Factor radar so it's so yeah. obviously. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, he he must not sleep at night. <laughs> I think he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got I think he's over it now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, that is that's quite funny. Yeah, the ones who got away. Yeah, bring it up. Yeah. Well, it's the last tour you did cuz you were here in Brizzy at the start of this year, weren't you? Yeah, I came over to perform at Big Gay Day. Yeah, because a friend of mine was posting that he was with you, and I was so excited and trying to track you down. But he was—he keeps Stalking doing again. Well, yeah, of course, he keeps doing later, Graham. And you know what? I'm like, is she still oh, traveling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole lyrics, but you. Yeah, 
I was with you guys. I think I was there for like two or three days, and mm. it was lovely to be back actually because I've been lucky enough to to be there a few times. I was I think I was last there with Jesus Christ Superstar. So it's always nice to be back in ours and and be somewhere that's not Sydney and that's not Mm. uh, Melbourne because that's where everyone goes, right? Yeah. As you would have seen, Brisbane is the best city. The weather's the best and the people are just fantastic. Brisbane, Vegas, right? Yes, Brisbane, Vegas. And now with Victoria um, not going so well, there's a whole pitch for us to get a lot of the... The events, yeah. so we could probably get Mardi Gras, the Grand Final, Melbourne yeah. Cup. So we'll bring it all to Brizzy. It's all on. You've yeah. been biding your time, and now you're ready. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like fact- the vultures, we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, uh, look, great to talk to you this morning. Blame it on me. It is out now, uh, Melanie C. An absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for calling through this morning. Oh, bless you. Lovely to speak to you. Lots of love to everyone. I hope everybody's safe and staying sane. And I hope we can soon get back to travelling and, and hanging out in person. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Rediscover the value of freedom with Suzuki. Sail on now. See Suzuki Queensland for details. School versus school. Who's the best school in business? Stav, Abby and Matt. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks schools. Alrighty, you will win the Stab Abby and Matt Alpha Buck Shield, which you will have to hold on to for 12 months in the school. And every student gets uh, one super duper in our ultimate super duper party. Yep, it's going to be big. Big stuff. Don't say we don't give away big stuff on this show. <laughs> um, register. Someone from your school, maybe another teacher wants to dob in the principal or the tuck shop lady, anybody. Hit 105 app, download it right now. And playing this morning is Miss Padman. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, You're teaching prep and you won at Springwood Central State School. Um, Are any of the kids there yet? Yes, I do. I have a couple of kids that have come early this morning. Oh, Oh, just to see how well you do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your letter this morning is P for popular. Yep. Uh, Just say pass if you can't think quickly and you can't repeat the same answer. Okay. All right, good luck. All right, Miss Padman, your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name something in a school bag. Pencil. Name a unit of currency. Penny. Name a type of cheese. Pass. Name a technological item. Phone. Name a food from overseas. Pass. Name an animal. Panda. Name an Australian singer. Powderfinger. Name something soft. Pillow. Name a chip brand. Pass. Name a toy to make. Uh, pass. Ooh, I got six out of ten. Awesome. You got six out of ten. I hope I was counting correctly. Uh, well done. You passed on a few. A type of cheese you could have had uh, parmesan. And for a food from overseas, you could have had pasta and a chip brand Pringles. But six out of ten. Well done. All good, thank you. Great work. Uh, big shout-out to Springwood Central State School as well. Register someone now on the Hit 105 app. Uh, what are you giggling at? I looked at Rich Yvonne. I thought she was mortified because she was like this. But what? she was yawning because what our show you... was just that entertaining. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> she said, stop it, Stav, you're in I trouble. thought we'd done something really wrong, but no, you were just bored. Stop it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Let's say the darndest things. Oh, we've done this many times before, and it never fails. Let's hope it doesn't fail. Oh, jinx. <laughs> Touch wood. <laughs> Matt, shut up. Um, those things that your kids say, and it usually mm. reflects badly on you. What? I think it always does. Uh, you raise them. Uh, Unless yeah. you go, they're so independent. Yeah. Well, well no, th- <laughs> this one definitely does. And 131060, if your kid's ever thrown you in it, the darndest thing they've said. Uh, last Saturday, we went over to one of my mate's places to catch up for some dinner and have a couple of drinks. Now, we drove over there planning to just have a couple of beers and then drive home, you know? And you're Not always... Not a big one by catching an Uber. Exactly. Like, I'm driving, <laughs> yes. so we're going to get going. Yes, so we planned that. And then I said, oh, God, I feel like a scotch. And then next thing, a bottle of scotch came out mm-hmm. and we had a few scotches. So we thought, we'll get a cab home. Because the good thing about a cab is you don't need a <laughs> car seat. To, yeah. to take yes. your kid home. I don't yeah, think yeah. you do with an Uber either. Now no. it's qualified oh, they now. Changed it, yeah, they changed they? it. So since Uber is now um, a qualified, a, cab, yeah, qualified cab thing, you don't need it for an Uber oh, either. That's good to know. I yeah. always thought you needed a restraint for the Uber. Um, 
So we got a cab home, and we'd had a couple of drinks, Esther and I, and they're my mate's kids, and our kids were playing, having a great time. We weren't able to drive, but we weren't in our yeah. usual drinking state we if we're catching up with friends. State of disarray. You were just yes, yes. over the limit. So I grabbed the kids' scooters, put them into the back of the car, locked my car up and everything, and called a cab. As the cab pulls up, I open up the door and I go, oh, g'day, mate. He goes, hello, how are you? Xander goes, yeah, I'm good. You're driving us home because my mum and dad are drunk. <laughs> oh. It's like, drunk-ish. <laughs> I mean, correct. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see the point. No, I said, I said, if you weren't here, we'd be a lot drunker. <laughs> but since then, yeah. for some oh. reason, oh. he's telling everybody. Oh, he got a reaction. Mm. Mm. So yesterday, I go to pick him up from school, and I had to give a parent-teacher interview form to one of his teachers, and... She's like, oh, Dad, are you driving home today or did you get a cab because you're oh, drunk again? okay. Uh, I was oh. like, mate, it's not funny. It's not it, funny like... and the meter is running, so hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the first time he didn't realise what he was saying. Yeah, but, but, but now he he's just running with it, mm. you know, mm. and he's saying it to everyone every time there's a cab. He's like, oh, you get your mum get them when you're drunk. Mm. Yes, we do, mm. but, you know, we just have to keep that on the DL. Well, I guess you just have to start driving home. <laughs> No. <laughs> my, my son does it to my mum because he got sympathy from her. So he'll give a call, like FaceTime her. Yeah. And she'll be like, how was footy training? He goes, oh, mum and dad couldn't go because they were drunk. Uh, and we're like, dude, uh... it was called off. And she's like, let me speak to your mum. <laughs> hey, mum. Yeah, it's like, hey, they baby. always do it when they, I, I don't know why they, I think they do it just to spiders, but in like year one and stuff, when they get them to fill out those forms, what's your dad's favourite colour? What's your dad's favourite drink? And it's always like beer yes. and wine. And yes. he makes his own gin in the basement. Shut up. <laughs> he calls it methylated something. <laughs> but thirteen, ten, sixty. when your kids have thrown in it, the things they've said, um, all of my kids are, are pretty much like it. Ethan used to do it when he was the same age. Mm. It's when it's also other stuff when you're talking about people in front of the kids. Mm-hmm. Like I found that where they'll be like, oh, apparently they don't want to go to your house. And I'm like, well, we didn't even say that. <laughs> we did not say that thing. No. We invented what we called family code. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to have, have I told you about that? Yeah, yeah so yeah. family codes means only allowed to say in the household. Yeah. So if, if Esther and I are talking about someone and we see that, like, when Ethan, when he was younger, was in earshot, we would have to say family code. So he mm. would know, okay, that is something I can't repeat. Mm. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Say the darndest things. My son, um, Xander, because uh, we caught a cab after a couple of brews at a friend's house, likes to tell everyone how mum and dad don't no longer drive. They just catch cabs everywhere because hmm. he thinks we're drunk all the time. Responsible. But 13, 10, 60, what did your kid say? Neil and Drew Val, when did your kid land you in it? Um, he was recording a Father's Day video from Kindy to go out to all the dads, and he turned around and said that I love my dad because he does smelly farts. Well, <laughs> a special power. You may as well use it. Yes, yes, it is very special. Yeah. But Especially was... in the video when it's coming up with all the other kids saying nice thing, and you get that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, good on you, mate. Thirteen, ten, sixty is the number. Uh, Samantha and Alex Hills, when did your kid land you in it? Uh, it was actually when she was in about year one, and so we, you know, she hadn't been in school for very long, so it was a, you know, new mom trying to impress everyone, and a newsletter went out to every parent in the entire school, and I think the question was, what do you like most about your mom? And she wrote in there because she never brushes her hair. So that was that was fun. <laughs> Bless her little fuck. Yep. So gritted teeth. Are you not big yeah. on it, or is that just her ragging on your hairstyle? Oh, uh, I might have got really curly hair. I can't brush it a lot. Oh. Sexually true. <laughs> so <laughs> technically, she was speaking the truth, but yeah. that's even worse yeah. when they do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, good on you. Uh, Thirteen ten sixty to join in. We got Sheridan in Kapalabar. What's your kid done good to you? Good morning. Hi. Um, I was in a car accident a few years ago, and now every time my daughter wants us to get a new car, she says. Mummy, when you crash this one, we can get a new one with a roof. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Heather, you're on. What did your kids say? Oh, this happened over 20 years ago, and I still feel embarrassed when I think about it. But (laughs) my son was four, and we went to the supermarket, and we needed carrots. And there was a big carrot there, and he went, oh, Mum, look at that really big carrot. Can we buy that really big carrot? And I went, oh, sure. So we get to the checkout. 
put my few things down. There's a few people standing around. He goes, my mum wanted this really big carrot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I went bright red. I went, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and the more you fought him, the susser everyone got. <laughs> no, I didn't. You wanted it. <laughs> Oh, that's funny, Heather. Uh, <laughs> Mel in Camira, what did your child say? Um, uh, my daughter decided to tell everyone at school that her sister had hepatitis when she had diarrhea. So. <laughs> Bit of a difference. Yeah, so now I'm pretty sure that everyone still thinks I've got hepatitis, but I don't think Where did she get that word from then? I don't know where she got the word. <laughs> <laughs> sure, she, sure you don't. <laughs> Just like Heather didn't want the carrot. <laughs> uh, all right, Matty Boy from Everton Hills. What did your kid do, mate? What did they say? Oh, oh mate, I was born in my toy out of Mr. Toy's toy world, and he, but he looks around at me and says, you're not my daddy, in front of the whole line, in an American accent, so he's got that from somewhere. <laughs> Oh. And, you know, it would have been fine if you said, you're not my mummy. Everyone would have laughed at that. But a man with a kid saying that, I don't know you, that's frightening. What did everyone do? Oh, they were just looking. They thought it was funny, but it was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. This is like a movie. The most romantic thing that's ever happened to me. This is Bachelor in Paradise. We spoke to her about 48 hours ago about how she was excited to go on to Bachelor in Paradise, and now she is off Bachelor in Paradise. Abby Chatfield, good morning. Oh my God, I enjoyed what a stitch up. Uh, it was the worst secret. I heard rumours, and you're like, I'll talk to you after I get out. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You'll be soon. Um, were you yeah. annoyed? I mean, I know it's a lot of time has passed now, but were you annoyed? Oh my God, no. I was so excited to leave. I was so excited to leave. Because on that date with Kieran, we had a conversation after being like, look, we're not into each other because it didn't really vibe. It was a fun time, had a bit of passion, but we just kind of kissed for the sake of kissing. And then um, I was like, well, I'm not really interested in anyone else, so I'd love to leave um, and go home to my mum and my dog. Can I ask you, how (laughs) far were you willing to go with Crazy Eyes Jamie in order to stay on the show? Would you have... Would you have hooked up with him to keep a spot on the island? No. Look, I only I, I haven't seen the episode yet of how it was edited, but I only spoke to Jamie because I kind of felt like, well, I'll kick myself if I just resign to this and have a silk and, and you know, mm. sit in the corner during the cocktail party. So I was like, oh, see what happens. In, yeah. um, no, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done anything with anyone because I honestly was I was giggling in the rose ceremony because I got to leave. Abby, what about the use of alcohol? They're getting so uh, they're getting criticised for it, saying that there is so much alcohol in each episode mm. that it's not good for the young viewers. They're saying, no, 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 we're monitoring it. Were you able to drink as much as you wanted? No, not at all. Bachelor is actually well during Bachelor and Dip, I wasn't drunk once during filming, I was, I had, you get one drink every half hour or something and it really diluted. Those pina coladas are basically just milk, essentially. They're yeah. just milk. Mm. Um, so, no, everyone, I think it'd be more exciting for me to say, yeah, everyone's really drunk, they're plastering us with alcohol, but they're really not. They're really, really not. And I, I certainly wasn't drunk. I think that's more embarrassing for some of the people's yeah. behaviour, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <That's true. laughs> if, I, if I acted like some of the other people, I'm like, man, I was smashed the whole time. I think some of the girls at the previous episodes want to come out and say, well, obviously they're restricting it now. Uh, Abby, are you still banned from Tinder? Oh, my God, yes, guys. It's really tragic. But you know what? I've got Hinge and I've got Bumble. As the second the episode was airing, I was at dinner and I thought, it's time. Oh, what? So they only ban you from Tinder. You can use any other dating app that you want. Well, they're all different. Yeah, I can sneak around. Yeah. 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 Hey, what did you do? Nothing. So it happened before. The reason That's why I applied to The Bachelor in the first place, because I had a breakup and I was like, oh, I'll go on Tinder. And my account was removed. And I was like, well, I think this is from men getting mad they don't apply because they block you. Because I've only gone on two dates on Tinder. And they both were great. Right. So, oh, so because so, you weren't so, replying to people then, then they go, this isn't a real account. No, they reported they, her, I think. They report oh. you. I think. I don't really know. I mean, I hadn't gone on it for eight months before that. And, yeah, I don't know. But it's a funny story. So I amped up a bit, to be honest. 
It's yeah. funny though because it's like normally they got such low standards. To get banned from Tinder <laughs> makes you seem so hardcore. <laughs> it's iconic. It sounds like an iconic thing that I've done, so I really get put up. <laughs> Are you chatting to anyone now? Um, no, not at all. Like oh. literally, no one. I'm I'm super duper single. So anyone, <laughs> um, I because during because usually you know. After The Bachelor, even if I was under contract, I could find someone at a bar. But because of COVID, I've just been sitting in my apartment staring at walls, which is really fun. Yeah, right. You do, are mm. you, um, obviously, when you go on The Bachelor and stuff like that, you are looking for a relationship. But I kind of get I get the sense now that you don't really mind too much, do you? Like, you're not, you're not desperate for a boyfriend sort of thing? No. I actually am really happy being alone for now. I'm too busy to really date anyone. But, you know, wouldn't mind a bit of... Um, um, Stuff on the side. Affection. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you'd see this. That's the difference between guys and girls. Girls, it's easy to get the stuff on the side. Guys, we got to work a whole lot harder. I disagree. Well, I have to work hard to get the stuff on the side. Mm. See, I was about to say, it depends what the guy what yeah, but I think it's because you're too well known now. You know, like guys get a little bit concerned. Are they going to be in an article? Are mm. they going to live up to expectations? You know yeah. what I mean? And they and imagine that so not. many guys are hitting on you that they go, well, I can't really compare. Like it takes a real cocky, confident guy well, I reckon to, to, to go there. I could open the phones right now, Abby, mm. Chatfield, we'll find someone? and I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could give, give you a big, long list of choices. All right, well, oh let's find God. someone. I mean, the, the sad thing is everyone's like, your DMs have to be social. And I'm like, they're really not. I, I DM this one guy in the US I've been messaging for nine months. I was supposed to meet in in April. Mm. But um, that's literally it. That's the only joy in my life right now. And it's getting tragic. <laughs> well, are you oh, trying I'm to reach like, out to someone in America? Don't you think you should maybe try and find someone? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, mess- I messaged him last night and I was like, can't wait to see you in four years. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> like, Go, uh, go looking like at local coffee shops, baristas and stuff like that. Everything's more quiet at the no, moment. No, no. I actually have a crush on my barista, so. Yeah, go, go Yeah, there. but you get confused. You don't know if it's an addiction or you really like them. I used to always do that. And like, you just want to see them every day. Customer service because yeah. they're like, if you just being nice to me because I, I go in every single day. But he's the only consistent man in my life. But I feel like I'm just going to hang out alone for now. And now that I can get on apps, easy. Easy right. to get the stuff on the side. I'll tell you what, let's just rip the Band-Aid off to the guy who works at the McCafe in Dara. <laughs> Abby Chatfield <laughs> is deeply Dara. in love with you. McCafe in Dara. That poor love kid you. now thinks he's in with a chance, yeah. Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great to talk to you this morning. Thank you for calling. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. Thanks for doing it. Uh-uh-uh. Yesterday we promised the people that. Now we're, we're going to promise them on Monday. We're going to hook them through. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah, I was meant to do some talkback radio, wasn't I? Yeah. For the podcast. Mm. Uh, looks like you're going to have to wait till Monday. Because <laughs> <laughs> we like to leave early on Friday. Right. They That's don't do that. Real. T- they can't hold it over to Monday on real talkback because the presenter's normally dead. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> Shout out to my wife who's working on Talkback on Sunday.